Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, October 13th. Amy Coney Barrett on the hot seat before the Senate Judiciary Committee. We'll discuss that. Plus, Donald Trump takes his COVID recovery on the trail. And finally, Mitt Romney perfects both sidesism. By all accounts, Donald Trump's nominee for the United States Supreme Court, Judge Amy Coney Barrett, is having a stellar day thus far. We're recording this podcast in the afternoon, mid-afternoon, around 2 o'clock. And thus far, she is really sort of skating towards confirmation. So what do we learn then from a hearing like this if it seems that the conclusion is already assured? Well, one thing on display is the very theater of these confirmation hearings. Senators ask to get the nominee's opinion on really important matters that no doubt will come before the court, and the nominee dances around it as best she can. This has been a tried and true process for these hearings, irrespective of party, and today was no different. Are you able to commit to recuse yourself from disputes arise out of the 2020 presidential election? Senator Leahy, I commit to you to fully and faithfully applying the law of recusal. Do you agree with Justice Scalia's view that Roe was wrongly decided? Senator, I completely understand why you are asking the question. But again, I can't pre-commit or say, yes, I'm going in with some agenda because I'm not. Have you committed to the president or anyone else that you will vote to repeal the Affordable Care Act if confirmed by, uh, to the court? Absolutely not. So there is Amy Coney Barrett refusing to weigh in on anything, which is really her role, I guess, as a judge, to wait before the case is before the court. But the senators, of course, each wanting to score their political points. So it sort of ends up being a conversation past each other rather than a conversation really between the senators and the nominee. This is what we mean when we say it's all kabuki theater at the Supreme Court confirmation hearings. Here's what else matters today. Donald Trump took his coronavirus recovery out on the campaign trail for a spin last night in Florida, and he will be doing so again today in Pennsylvania, Iowa, North Carolina, back to Florida all this week. And he is now adding to his list of credentials as to why he deserves another term the fact that he actually defeated coronavirus personally, that he has recovered from it. Now, we have precious little information about his actual health and current medical state. But he's eight days out from returning from the hospital. And here he is on the stage in Florida and basically telling the crowd that he's as strong as ever and that one of the reasons that he should be reelected is that he was able to demonstrate that strength by beating back the virus. Irrespective of the fact that everyone he's talking to, or not everyone, but largely a maskless crowd, people on top of each other, no social distancing. So a complete continuation of Donald Trump's ignoring the science, even though he himself is just getting over being sick with the virus. It's kind of mind-boggling, especially because it is the issue that is bringing Donald Trump's poll numbers down and making his re-election chances that much harder. What is also astounding is to see the Democratic National Committee go up with a new television ad that hammers away at Donald Trump for contracting 
the virus to begin with for not following these guidelines and getting sick and being irresponsible in how he was handling his sickness. Here's a snippet of the ad. He was warned but ignored the evidence, holding rallies indoors, turning a White House into a super spreader and contracting the virus himself. Now tested positive. Now he claims he's learned about COVID. I get it. But he hasn't learned a thing. You would think that eight days after a president of the United States emerges from the hospital with this virus that's ravaging the country, that perhaps there would be a moment of sympathy in America for the president. And among some Americans, I'm sure that's the case. But Donald Trump's behavior from the moment he was diagnosed to this very moment has not allowed that moment of sympathy to happen from a broader swath of Americans than simply those that are already devoted to him. Yet you could imagine it could have. In some other political era with some other president, this would be unthinkable that the opposition party could get away with an attack like this. And yet it seems totally fair game given the president's behavior. And finally today, out of nowhere, Mitt Romney the former Republican nominee from 2012, the current senator from Utah, just put out a statement offering his thoughts on the current state of our politics, is how he described it, in which he says that he's stayed quiet with the approach of the election, quote, but I'm troubled by our politics as it has moved from spirited debate to a vile, vituperative, hate-filled morass that is unbecoming of any free nation, let alone the birthplace of modern democracy. He then goes on to call out the president for his behavior, for calling Kamala Harris a monster, for labeling Speaker Pelosi crazy, and then does what is just unimaginable. He tries to equate it on both sides. This classic example of where both sidesism in American society just goes wrong. He takes on uh, Nancy Pelosi for ripping up the State of the Union speech on national television. He takes on Keith Olbermann. I don't know how any of that compares to what the president of the United States has been doing for three and a half years to actively divide Americans, something that Mitt Romney has spoken out about before. But now he just lumps them all in together saying American politics is broken. But what is it that Mitt Romney is trying to accomplish here? Why is he coming out with this odd statement about the state of American politics? He seems he wants to hammer the president. In fact, he even offers a nice line to Joe Biden here. He says about the Democrats, quote, though their presidential nominee refuses to stoop as low as others. Sort of a left-handed compliment as he's trying to just hammer both sides and somehow be the guy that's above it all. I don't think Mitt Romney gets to have that position. He clearly has taken on the president at times of his own party. And he gets credit for that at times. But this statement is beyond befuddling. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.